This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com. When they come for you, when you were eight and you had bad treats, you go to school and learn the golden rule. So why are you acting like a bloody fool? If you get hot, then you must get cool. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? Or what you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys. Well, welcome back to Shady Small Town Tea. It's been that kind of a day. <laughs> you are an alcoholic, aren't you? <laughs> I'm a controlled alcoholic. <laughs> controlled? Is that such a thing? Yep, only drink on the weekends and after work. Controlled. <laughs> the weekends and after work. So that's seven days a week. I fucking nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I am drinking, but it is Hint Water. Hint water? Yes, it's got essence of blueberry and lemon in it. It's zero calories. It's delicious. I am drinking Bush Light. What? <laughs> you want to know what that it's is? Disgusting. Burr. <laughs> that is gross. Makes me happy. No. Makes me tolerable. Gross. Fuck off. Gross. Fuck off. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, note. yeah, you're a, a shady. Did we even introduce what the fuck yeah, we're doing? Yeah, I said welcome oh. to Shady Small Town Tea. Oh, yeah. Hey, bitches. Shady bees. Shady bees. Felipe's in the house today. Woof, woof. He may get loud. He may bark. Who the fuck knows? He barked and scared the shit out of me <laughs> and the person I was on the phone with a few minutes ago. And what the fuck are we talking about? Oh, so I went to oh, yeah. a Louis C.K. comedy show yesterday. Oh, and he was fucking amazing, but it's, you know, in a theater. It's not a big theater. It's small. And, you know, we got an email saying that masks were required indoors and no phones. If you were caught using your phone, taking a picture or video, you were escorted out and not allowed back in. There was no exceptions. So we're there and the place is kind of empty. Then it starts filling up. Then the lights flash. And then people started coming in as the first act was going on and like only like maybe 10% of us were wearing masks and I seen so many people with no mask and I'm like fuck that I'm put I'm leaving my mask on I don't give a shit and if I drink something I pull it down drink put it back up we were all on top of each other we are still in COVID and Delta is still prominent and it's just like and people would get up and go to the bathroom and not put a mask on they're moving about moving around spreading their fucking breath around and nobody's policing it, even though they have like 10 security guards that if you bring out your phone, they're escorting your ass out. But if you have your fucking lips and nose out and um, Louis C.K. made a, a joke in, in one of his things and he said that he loves that everybody wears masks because everybody looks pretty. You know, your eyes are beautiful. But as soon as you pull that mask down, you a skanky looking hoe. <laughs> You know, just a little side note on it. There was a study when we all started first having to wear masks that you were actually more attractive with yes. a mask on. Yeah. Uh, that was the thing. Because sometimes, like, you'd see somebody post a, a photo or you'd be out somewhere. Or even, like, some people were putting on their, like, uh, Tinder and grinder with, with a mask on. And then you'd see a picture without their mask. Be like, oh, you kind of ugly. I thought you were cute with a mask. They call that mask fishing. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it is funny how it is true. You are much prettier or handsome with the fucking mask on. And that's just not us even, like, being wearing your fucking mask. Like, this is a fact, mm -hmm. people. <laughs> you could have ugly nose mouth and it fucking ruins your whole face. <laughs> Boom. Science. 
it was funny, but it was, it was kind of, I mean, it's the first big indoor event that I've gone to and it's not even that big. I mean, most things that I've done have been outdoor or like a drag show, but going to the drag show, they made you bring your vaccination card and you had to prove you had to show them your card or on your phone, a picture of it, that you were vaccinated or else they didn't let you in. I have no idea who was not vaccinated at this place. So it was kind of concerning. I don't trust fucking. Everybody. I don't trust anybody, and especially fucking in Iowa's. Hell to the naw. You know what Iowa stands for, right? What? Idiots out wandering around. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was funny, though, because he was met the C. Lewis was making fun of like hillbillies and stuff. And he was making fun of being in, in Iowa. And it, it, it's funny because, I mean, like he there was like once where I started feeling uncomfortable because he started talking about transgender people getting, you know, we, we change bathrooms for everybody. And then he was comparing them to fat people and that we've done nothing to to like, you know, make fat people feel more comfortable. We just make them feel worse about themselves. But as soon as transgender people throw their fists up, we are making neutral bathrooms. And I was kind of offended by that because fat people aren't murdered for being fat. Transgendered people are murdered for being transgender. So there's a big difference. But then later on, he's making fun of everybody. I mean, so it's like, you know, he makes fun of one side, but then he makes fun of the other side, too. I was going to say, I feel like, because I've seen some of his, like, comedy, like, shows and everything. And, like, there has been comments he's made there. I've been like, mm-hmm. whoa. But he equally, he discriminates, but he equally he discriminates. Discrimin- exactly. Because then he always goes back and makes fun of the, op- like you said, the opposite side of it. So it's more yeah. of a, like... Okay, so you hate literally everybody. That is good for you, sir. Yeah, because he said the the other thing, the the thing that led into the hillbilly thing, because he said, you know, he he was going to the Iowa's and you know driving in, you see Trump signs everywhere, and he's like, yeah, you know about those crazy hillbillies, and then he's like, and then you see the Biden signs, he's like, oh wait, no, the fuck Biden signs. (laughs) (laughs) Reread that, sir. Yeah, and he's very liberal. I mean, he's. Mm He's an anti-Trumper, Trump hater, so. I just think he's, I mean, personally, I just think he's funny. I know there's, like, just on the whole, like, comments about people, like, making trans, like, comments about trans people. Yeah. Um, I was at work the other day, and one of the younger girls, she's 22. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, so you would expect her to at least be more open-minded. Like, she's. Depends on the household. Well, and see, that's the problem. Mm Mm-hmm. But, you know, so in her mind, I'm not getting vaccinated because it's my, you know, I don't want that in my body. It's poison, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm not going to fight with you on this, whatever. But she made a comment. Um, We had a trans person come in and like I asked them, you know, because there was two different names that Mm -hmm. were in the record. So I needed to know which one to call them by. Yep. And I asked pronouns, everything. You know, I was just very open about it. I wasn't going to, you know, pussyfoot cup around it. Yeah, that makes the person feel uncomfortable because you don't know how to speak to them and how to address them. So you ask them. They're used to it. They appreciate you asking. Right. I would rather, you know, if someone, if I was trans, you know, I would have this, would prefer, I can't talk today. Sorry. (laughs) Well, you do do a podcast. You need to learn. I know. (laughs) I would prefer somebody talk to me about it yeah. than whisper behind my back. Exactly. Yeah. So, or be like, what should I call them? What should I say? Yeah. And right. Exactly. And she made a comment. She was like, well, it makes me uncomfortable. She's like, I don't understand it. I don't get it. And I don't think I should have to. Fucking twat. Well, if I put my foot up your ass sideways and make you talk like a puppet, mm-hmm. I shouldn't have to understand your feelings either, you stupid bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, no. Mm-hmm. 
You better hope nobody at work listens to this I don't show. think they do. <laughs> Call me out. Does the person will know who you're talking about. Fight me. <laughs> I dare you. Yeah, I just, you know, that's the thing. This country is all about me, 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 me. It's no longer, I mean, even like this pulling out of Afghanistan has turned into this double-sided thing where it's like you're either on one side or the other. That's not what war is about. When we go to war, this country pulls together and we are the United States of America and we are fighting as one. If our military went into war all about me, 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 we would all be dead and we would never fucking win wars because we're asshats. It's not about me. It's a fucking team. When you're in the military and you're going to war and you are relying on your fucking team to help you survive and to get your mission accomplished. I mean, learn how to act, people. It's not about individuality. We live in a country of millions and millions of people. You are insignificant in the scheme of the United States. You are a fucking nobody. You, yeah, I mean, no, I, there's no I in team, people. I mean, the only reason why somebody like Jeff Bezos or Bill Gates or Tim Cook or anybody, because they are one person, they are uber wealthy and they control a corporation that is like in the top five of this of the world for fuck's sake that is the only reason why they are somebody most people in this country no matter how wealthy you are you are a nobody you are one person and the country's not going to revolve around you ever in your lifetime whether you like it or not i'm a somebody bitch only in this room on this podcast that's all that matters (laughs) to me (laughs) (laughs) True. But I mean, that's the thing. If you wake up and realize that, yeah, you matter to the people around you and the people you you put yourself around and the people that care about you. But in the scheme of the world, you are a nobody. You should be thinking on the scale of what is best for the country? What is best for the people? What do we need to do? How do I need to be and how do I need to act? Not what's in it for me or what I fucking believe or what my dumbass parents have taught me to be a racist motherfucker or what my religion tells you. It has nothing to do with that stuff. It has nothing to do with your beliefs. It's what is the best for the majority of this country. That's how you have to look at shit. And until this country does that, we are never going to be better than anything else. Well, you know, like I have a great example of like doing something. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Surprise. I have a great example of doing something for somebody else today, actually. So before I came down here, I stopped at the gas station, picked up my some stuff from the gas station. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> and this guy comes in, and he thought uh, his friend bought his soda for him, and his friend didn't. Yeah. And the guy's like, God damn it, now I gotta, I don't have the money. And he started to walk outside, and I was like, you know what, I got it. Yeah. I bought this dude two dollars. A soda for two bucks. Mm-hmm. You know what? Could have swore to God I gave him a hundred bucks. <laughs> but I feel like it was just something nice enough to be like, hey, mm-hmm. this is what I did. Yeah. And maybe he'll think about it someday and be like, you know what? Somebody did something nice for me. I'm going to do something nice for somebody else. Yeah. And pass it on and be like, hmm, I don't have to just think about myself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That, uh, you know, speaking of that, in his comedy thing last night, he said that. Because he lives in New York and he passes the same um, homeless person on the street. And he said that the guy asked him for, you know, if he had any money he could spare. So Lewis handed him $5. 
And then he walked down the street, went to the bodega, came back and was walking by again. And the guy asked him again because the guy's homeless and he sees thousands of people walk by him on the street. Right. Why would you recognize one face? Yeah. And Louis C.K. was somewhat offended in his own head. Like, I just gave you $5. Why am I going to give you another $5? Why aren't you acknowledging me that I gave you $5? Why don't you remember me? And then Louis C.K. is like, but dumbass, you have millions of dollars. What's the difference? What's another $5? Who gives a shit? Hand him the $5 and walk away. Right. It makes you a better person. And who gives a shit what he does with the money? Why do you judge somebody? He's homeless. His life is way worse than yours ever will be. So hand over five extra yeah. bucks. And then, you know, he went even further saying that, you know, that he thought about, you know, why don't I get him an apartment, get him a social worker, give him seed money to get a life going. And then he's sitting there and he's like, because the guy's homeless on the street, gets enough money to survive and get food. But yet if if he got him an apartment and got him somewhere, he would have to get a job to maintain that. And the only job he's going to get is like a Taco Bell. What kind of fucking life is it working at Taco Bell when you're like in your 40s and 50s and homeless? You're not going to make enough money to maintain that apartment ever in your life because... He's never gonna. He's never gonna get anywhere because he was homeless, and nobody's ever gonna give a homeless person a fucking chance no. at a real job in real society. So he's like, you know, why bother if I just hand him money every now and then, or bring him food, whatever? That's better, and he has a life that he's comfortable with. And if I forced him into this life that he's not comfortable and he's gonna be miserable, fucking flipping burgers at McDonald's making minimum wage, barely surviving. So it does make sense. I mean, I, I, I was raised in Chicago and it's like, you just walk by homeless. You don't give them any money because there's so many fucking homeless in Chicago on the street. You'd be out a hundred dollars by the time you walk two blocks if you were giving everybody $5. Hmm. So I've always learned to just fucking ignore them. I don't say anything. I don't not like them. The people that I don't like are the ones that are standing on the corner of streets at stoplights with their sign about being a veteran or being homeless or needing money to get somewhere. And it's like, no, you're really not. You're there panhandling because you know you're making more money panhandling on a street corner that's busy in a day than you would working at a fucking job. Yeah. That's where, I mean, and I may be jaded on that. Maybe some of them are real veterans that are having struggles, but there are jobs everywhere. If you do, if you have a home and you're currently maintaining it, you can have a job. But, you know, but there's also those people out there who have pretended to be homeless. That have ruined it for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, at that point, like, it's, okay, let's say that you don't know this person's homeless or not. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's been YouTube videos and channels and everything about this where people my age, your age, every age have pretended to be homeless or said they were a vet or this or that just so people would hand them free money. Yep. Well, just like that one couple who put out a big YouTube story and video about them helping a homeless person and none of them were homeless. It was all a scam. Yeah. And when the home, when the guy who pretended to be the homeless person realized how much money they raised on the online, they were like $350,000. This couple didn't want to give them any of the money and law and they went on, they went to court and lied under oath saying that he wasn't homeless and he scammed them too. But the judge called them out on that bullshit, and so did the guy's attorney because they were all scamming everything, and they should have split the money equal ways, and this would have never turned into a court case, and they would have got away with $350,000 for a lie. So you were mad because you had to give up part of $350,000? Yeah. 
and to a, a, there was you know three people in this scheme. All three of you get the money just because you didn't like the guy and you were a husband and wife. You can't push him out. I mean, it, it, it's just ridiculous to scam me. I remember when I was in high school, and there was a guy who would go downtown Chicago on, st- on one of the busy streets, Michigan Avenue, State Street, whatever, and he would panhandle. And people would, somebody finally followed him. I mean, he looked like he was homeless. Somebody followed him. He got into a fucking $80,000 Mercedes. Oh, hell no. And they followed him home. He went to a fucking five-bedroom, three-bath house, and he was filing tax returns for almost a half a million dollars a year, all from panhandling only in the summer. Bitch didn't work in the winter. Didn't panhandle in the winter in Chicago. He It was only in the summer. He made almost a half a million dollars panhandling. Okay. Like, so that turned me off big time when that was put on the news when I was in high school. No, and I don't blame you. I would be the same way. What, what, what went wrong in your life that your conscience does not work up to that certain point? Like, you were fucking sitting there scamming people for money. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, this isn't not happening anymore. Clearly, it's still fucking happening. There's fucking people claiming cancer and doing a GoFundMe and getting all kinds of fucking money, and they don't even have cancer. No. And that's actually illegal now. You cannot do that shit. Good. Your ass can go to jail. I mean, it's fraud. I just, I don't understand. Actually, I seen a thing like that on Judge Judy the other night. Mm-hmm. I just, wh- wh- why? What in the world? I know. Who, what makes your yeah. conscious go, you know, it'd be a really cool idea. Yeah. Do you, I mean, they, they must not have parents that are alive anymore, or if they do, their parents are just as shady as they are, because what parent wouldn't be fucking rolling over in their grave knowing their child is, like, scamming people, saying that they have cancer or that they're homeless and poor? If my grandma found out I ever did something like that, she would I'd beat my ass. beat your ass, yeah. I would not be alive to <laughs> It's ridiculous. I mean, I've, you know, I mean, I've done stuff and gotten paid more than I should for the things that I've done, but it's people that are friends or friendly or just want to give me extra money but i've never not done something and taken a complete fucking handout for something yeah your parents will hand you money and stuff or like fix your car or something you know my mother's done that that's a free handout but that's your parent you know you'll eventually in turn give them something you know when you have a job and you got good money you'll do something for them or buy them something you know it, it happens eventually but you know just to be scamming people and getting shit for free is ridiculous that makes you a piece of shit exactly yeah piece of shit p-o-s you are a p-o-s piece of shit mm-hmm. i guess like i don't understand like like i know our next subject kind of runs into this but like i'm having surgery in a couple of weeks and i'm gonna be out of work for a while and yeah i can get like you know short-term disability and everything and mm-hmm. all this and that and like I will technically still get paid, but obviously it's not going to be like what I make now. Correct. Which, okay, that's fine. It should be enough for you to just survive until you can go back to work. Right. And I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. But like I had someone tell me, they're like, well, you could get unemployment while you're doing that. Why? I don't need all that. Why would I go and jump on the system that I don't need? Yeah. Like I just, if you need it. Then use it. I mean, you can yes. collect unemployment too. They'll they'll prorate your unemployment based on how much you're getting for short-term disability. Right, and I understand that, but it's just more for me. Like I, if you need it, use it. I'm not then saying you, don't. Correct. Yeah, but, but if I, you don't and you can survive, why bother? Right. Why should I, you know, possibly be go in and jump into the system 
when it's not a system yeah. I need to be because into. Because you have morals. Right. And you have a moral compass. Like, I would feel like don't. shit. Yeah. I mean, I was on unemployment during the COVID thing, and I I didn't feel like shit, but I felt like, oh, my God, I'm, like, not working. I'm, you know, getting unemployment and getting this extra money. But so is everybody else. I'm not going to, like, turn it down and not get it. Right, but you know, the, once again, that's a different scenario. You know, you weren't working. It was shut down. I'm like, yeah. I just, the people that sit out there and scam and just take money because they don't want to get a job or they don't want to do this or they don't want to do that because it's hard. Everything is yep. fucking hard. Exactly. Life is fucking yes. hard. Get the fuck over it. Mm-hmm. Put on your big girl or big boy panties, pull them up waist high, and get your shit together. Exactly. Yep. Look, I get it sucks. I know, it's so fucking, it, it's just, it's such a fucking scam like, I keep telling Felipe to get a job, but he's not getting a job. You lazy. Yeah. Um, it's just ridiculous. I, I, I just don't understand the, the lack of morals that people have. It, it's just like, have a little bit of a moral compass and stop being such a fucking tard. Also, quit being those people that are like, I deserve this because I'm a human. Yeah, you deserve bullshit, motherfucker. Go fuck yourself. Go sit in the corner, get your thumb out of your ass, and mm-hmm. get your shit together. Exactly. I'm so sick of people. Mm-hmm. Same here, Reg. Um, surgery. Are you ready for this? Yes. So, my shady bees, our shady bees, in two weeks I will be having carpal tunnel surgery. Fun. Right? 27 <laughs> years old and already going in for it. Here we mm-hmm. go. Basically, what they're going to do is they're going to cut my wrist open, cut the main tendon, which is the carpal tunnel tube, as my or mm-hmm. orthopedic surgeon put it, and loosen it up so I can feel my hands again. That's fucking crazy. It is. I am 27 years old, and I'm already going in for this. Yeah, that's fucked up. It's fucked up. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> God fucking, why do you do that? Wow, scared the shit out of me, dog. Twice now. Uh-huh. Scare my ass, bitch. He's really good at that. I call it a jump scare for him. <laughs> so there's people walking outside. I'm sure we're going to hear them pretty quick here. It's a homecoming, you know, season. And it's getting closer and closer. And our little town does a parade for homecoming. You know, mm. go team. Woo. Woo-woo. Nobody gives a fuck. Nope, nobody gives a flying motherfucker. Like, when I was in high school, yeah, this was the shit. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, stop. <laughs> I think you get bitter as you get older. Think? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Think? Well, hey, at least I'm not dog the bounty hunter right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That is so fucking ridiculous. So ridiculous. I just like the fake stories where they're like Facebook is like, he has a lead on where this guy is. There, he's going to find him. Ugh, so ridiculous. No, he's not. You know, know who's gonna find him? Probably the FBI or some shit. Because don't you think with a federal case, is it federal yet? Yeah, because the FBI is involved. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So don't you think with a federal case, they're gonna let some washed up bounty hunter from a TV show who looks like he is straight from the freaking 70s 
<laughs> like somebody needs to, first off, somebody needs to tell dog that hairstyle went out of that hairstyle. Just no, stop. Uh-huh. Exactly. Sir, if you use that much hairspray in your hair <laughs> on a daily basis, no. Exactly. Yeah, that is just. And your fake tan is running. Crazy. Yeah. I'm being petty. And it's not because I don't like him. It's just because I don't like him. <laughs> I know he's always bothered me. I'm Dog the Bounty Hunter. Nobody gives a fuck. Way. Yeah, it's fucking bizarre. Like, if Dog the Bounty Hunter is actually out there and finding this guy, good for him. Yeah. But the FBI would be up his ass yeah. being like, why aren't you giving us these leads? You're not even on TV anymore. Do you even own a TV, sir? <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I don't know why they would be. Yeah, I don't get it. It's so weird why he would even be involved until he like brought him in. Then, you know, record it and film it and then go about posting it once you've done it. Right. But instead, Facebook's like, he's got him. He's going to find him. Just another fucking publicity stunt out in the wow, wow world. Exactly. That'd be like me, like putting on a fucking pair of those sunglasses and a headband be like, I'm a bounty hunter. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's fucking redonkulous and crazy. Like, I'm not tall. (laughs) Yeah, it's fucking nuts. Um, I mean, when he first came out, I watched his show, you know, and then his wife. I mean, she was, you know, I think she was the best part of the show, unfortunately. Agreed. And, you know, she kept him in line and stuff. And even the, the kids or whatever, they're all just a little fucking loopy. Did you but, not see their dad? <laughs> uh, well, yeah. But the mother was, well, she, I guess she wasn't that normal. But a friend of mine and I were dog and Beth the Bonnie Hunter for Halloween one year. I love that so much. Question, yeah. were you dog? I was dog and she was Beth. Did you wear a wig? I did. I had a mullet wig. I hate you for that. <laughs> <laughs> I had a mullet wig and... <clears throat> We, um, yeah, we, we did the part. I mean, she looked like Beth. I mean, everybody knew exactly who we were as soon as we walked out. Did you, like, wear the whole V open? Yep, cut off sleeve, shirt, yep, the whole thing. I don't know what it is about him. Like, just maybe it's his clothes, maybe it is his hair. I don't know what it is, but every time I, like, see him, I'm just like, I want to punch you in the fucking dick. Straight up. In the dick. Straight in the dick. Not even in the face. Like, in the dick. In the dick. No man's pants should be that tight when he's tracing down the perps, all right? Sir, you breathe wrong, and the only thing that's going to fucking happen is the button holding those pants together is going to become a lethal force. (laughs) That's fucking hilarious. That is what's going to fucking happen. Exactly. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. I also want to know, how the fuck did he get in and out of those pants? How much baby powder was involved? <laughs> and was it baby powder or was it baby oil? Like, yeah, I was going to say, it was probably pants? lube that he got in those fucking pants. Could you imagine the smell when he takes them off? <laughs> mm, I've been chasing all these perps, have you? Could you fucking, oh, could you imagine? No. Ugh, makes me want to vomit just thinking about it. Like, the fact that you have to use lube or baby oil or powder to get a pair of pants, I don't want to be that person, but I'm going to be. Maybe. Just maybe. You shouldn't be wearing those fucking pants. Lube. That's fucking hilarious. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, and you could tell it was fake leather. It was that faux leather. Oh, yeah. Because every time he bent over. Yeah. 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 You know he's not wearing real leather ones. They're, it's just fucking Yeah, but even faux leather is a bitch to get in and out of. True. 
That is true. Like, sir, I don't want to see you bend wrong and then fucking see your wrecking ball pop out. All right? <laughs> Chill, dog. Your Chill. ball. <laughs> fucking destroy celebrities. Oh, my God. That's fucking hilarious. Your wrecking ball. Your wrecking ball. <laughs> I'm trying to find my picture of dog and Beth as we're chatting. <laughs> uh, people could probably hear my clicking in my mouse. I'm trying to find it because it's fucking hilarious. It was just fucking good. I can't remember what year it was. I mean, it was a long time ago. I mean, I am really sad that Beth did pass away. Like like you said, she was oh, definitely yeah. like one of the best characters on that show. Well, and she was that family. And he he was on TV, and it was funny when he... Oh, my God, I just found it. Oh How did I find that so quickly? Oh, oh. Oh, even on, Felipe's not prepared. <laughs> it's going to open in a minute. <laughs> yeah, fucking... Ugh. Oh... <laughs> <laughs> and that was a crack whore that we arrested. Oh, oh <laughs> my God. That mullet wig. <laughs> the band. I even put feathers in it. I see that. Oh. I put on a fake tattoo. <laughs> oh my God, you did. <laughs> the leather gloves, though. <laughs> I had to do the leather gloves. Everything about this picture is so perfect. I mean, look at her pink nails, and oh. she's got handcuffs and her big it's ass It's the wig. shirt for me, though. And the shirt and the boobs. Yeah, she put in even extra. Oh, my God. That's beautiful. The it, crack whore's my favorite, too, though. Yeah. Nobody could fucking see this, even though we're, like, looking at it. We're doing a podcast while we're looking at fucking crack whores. Well... <laughs> But look at we it wore off towards the end of the night, but like she made me look aged <laughs> with putting lines like fucking nasty tan wrinkles. Is that a fake badger on your neck? Yes. I want you to know I probably would have punched you in the dick that night, like straight up. <laughs> Oh, this was towards the end of the evening. We were fucking drunk. I can tell. We were fucking lit. You got that uh, red glow about you. Mm -hmm. And this was like before digital. No, it was digital camera, but it was the beginning of digital. No smartphones. Honestly, though, that tattoo does look good on your arm. It's not bad. Yeah. Like I will give. Oh, God, this pisses me off. But I love it so much at the same time. Like, fuck. Like, I hate Dog the Bounty Hunter. It was so fun because it was so fucking easy to do, though. I don't know if it, I had. I did. Oh, no, that was the hair that I had coming down the front. Yeah, it was fucking. Yeah, we went balls to the walls with it. Fuck, it was fun. no. We used to have some fun Halloween parties for sure. Well, on that note, thank you for sharing <laughs> that with me from now on. I will always think about that. <laughs> do you have anything else to talk? I'm floored by that picture. Yeah, I got nothing else to talk about, girl. Mm-hmm. All right, well, side note, Dog the Bounty Hunter, if you don't like what I got to say, come at me, bro. Find me. <laughs> Fight me. Because it's a lifelong dream to punch you in the dick. <laughs> on that note, get dick. Get dick. What you going to do come for you? Bad boys, bad boys. What you going to do? What you going to do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys. What you going to do? What you going to do when they come for you? Your man I give you no break Not even your eyes You're not give you no breaks Bad boys, bad boys What you gonna do What you gonna do When they come